0: This week's episode of The Skeptocrat is brought to you by HelloFresh and Stamps.com.
1: It's Monday. It's October 9th. And the word of the day is Nugenics, which is apparently the brand name of a hormone supplement.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yep. Used in a sentence, an English-speaking person actively chose the title Nugenics for their company. And also, completely unrelated, I need to go return something and get my money back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? Because it was clinically tested to alleviate Jews and cripples.
2: Uh, Only one way to find out. I'll start swallowing.
1: I've been waiting a long time for you to say that. I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Posnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the skeptocrats on
2: this week's episode the nazis return to the scene of the hate crime trump will take away free birth control but
0: offer
1: his tiny little hand as an iud if need be and we learn that the secret service is diving in front of spite come more than ever before but first a word from our sponsor
2: And one other thing, if you don't, I'll stand for the hedge of appeasement. I'm going to war with Guam. And send. Uh, uh, sir, you called for me? Hey, it's all Tyler. Get in here, big guy. You hungry? Uh, uh No, thank you, sir. I, I actually just ate. Uh, okay, well, sit down. I'm having a delicious Trump steak. Doesn't that look great? I, I, I thought that company went out of business. It did, but they freeze super well. Just a little bit of effort. Got him. There we go. Oh, oh, yum! Is that still frozen? <laughs> you mean is the flavor still sealed in?
0: I, I, I do not mean that at all, sir. Why, why don't you just go to Hello Fresh? Hello, no, Hello. no, no, sir, no. Hello Fresh. Hello. Hel- no. Hello Fresh is the meal Hello. kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun, so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. I see. So, how's it work? Well, each week, HelloFresh creates Hello. a delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone, from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. You can choose between the classic box, a veggie box, and a family box, order three, four, or five different meals per week designed for either two or four people, and then HelloFresh delivers the food to Hello. your doorstep in a recyclable insulated box for free.
2: Wait a minute, Ty Fighter. You mean they don't charge for premium shipping like certain totally ingenious businessmen did when they were selling steaks? Uh, no, no sir, they don't. Okay, well, this has gotta be pretty pricey. Say, uh, between $199 and $999 a package. Is that
0: actually what Trump's steaks cost?
2: It sure was, Tyler, it sure was. No
0: sir, it's, it's actually, it's less than $10 a meal. Okay, but that stuff has to be awful, right? Actually, it's awesome. I use HelloFresh, and aside from each meal being delicious, the fact that each set of ingredients was packed into a separate container for me to throw in the fridge until it was the time to cook made prep and storage a breeze. Okay, Ty, can't we be friends? How do I give this a try? Well, for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter Skeptocrat30. Again, HelloFresh.com and enter Skeptocrat30.
2: HelloFresh cooking as easy as eating. Okay, Tadley, I'm in. Just as soon as I finish this delicious tramp steak. Your mouth sure is bleeding a lot. Is it me or is it the
0: steak? It you it, know it's you. It's you. Hello. <laughs> It would be hard to overstate what a cynical motherfucker I am between you and me after 9-11 my primary concern wasn't with the families or the first responders it was about whether this was going to fuck up week two in the NFL season it did postpone the whole week and I know what a callous bastard that makes me, but it's true, right? I mean, I recognized that it was tragic and I knew that it was a profound historical moment. But from a purely logical standpoint, I also knew the most immediate effect on me was that I was going to have to find something else to watch on Sunday. And it was. I mean, I knew that I was supposed to be overcome by grief for the victims and their loved ones, but I wasn't. I'm just I'm just not built that way. And if I try to pretend like I am, it doesn't come off as sincere. Now, normally, I'm loath to admit that people don't seem to like you as much when they find out that you completely lack the barest thread of basic human compassion. But in times of national tragedy, it can be a damn useful perspective to have. You wouldn't want guys like me delivering the speech at ground zero, but if we'd had more people like me in charge of the country at the time, we wouldn't have pissed away trillions of dollars in counterproductive wars. We wouldn't have turned a trip to the airport into the first act of a 1960s women in prison movie. We wouldn't have tossed away the moral code that distinguishes our national policy from action movie bad guys or dangled one foot over the totalitarian cliff. So with that in mind, let's talk about the shooting in Las Vegas. When I flipped on the TV on Sunday night and I saw the first reports as the events were still unfolding, I skipped past the empathic response I'm supposed to have and thought to myself, well, I guess this is all I'm going to hear about for the next five fucking days. And I was right. For the next 72 hours, it was the only item being covered on the 24-hour news networks. When I checked the print news online, it wasn't just the top story. It was all the top stories. Six or seven different stories on the same event with all the other shit going on in the world tucked below the fold somewhere. And look... I I get that this is a newsworthy event, right? I get that people want more information about it. And it clearly should be talked about on the news, right? Obviously. But it's hardly the most significant thing happening in the world right now. And even if it was, it wouldn't merit exclusive coverage for five days. We've got a president still under investigation for colluding with an antagonistic foreign power to rig the U.S. presidential election. We've got a U.S. territory going into its third week without water or fucking power. We've got Buddhist terrorists committing a mass genocide on the other side of the globe. We've got a crazy fat kid with nuclear weapons trying to out-sociopath our commander-in-chief. We've got a healthcare system in crisis. We've got a ruling party trying to cram through a tax break for the absurdly rich at the expense of all the other taxpayers and the national debt. And yet we're going to give our national consciousness a three-day weekend from all of that and talk at length about a story that can be summed up in a few minutes? Hell, the news stations had so little to report about this story that eventually their lack of information became the story. Just reporters interviewing other reporters on how little they know and how much they'd like to know more. I know this shooter's taste in music. I know where his girlfriend is from. I know that he liked burritos. None of this adds context to the story. None of it is interesting. And yet every single news outlet feels the need to fill us in on all these Snapple cap factoids in lieu of any meaningful news about the shooting. You know... Obviously, some of the blame here goes to the news outlets themselves, but at least some of it, and probably most of it, is on us. It would be a damn scary world if everyone was as emotionally detached from this stuff as I am, but I don't know that it would be any scarier than a world where nobody was. If it wasn't for our voracious appetite for this stuff, the news channels wouldn't prioritize it over all the other news in the world. As it stands, CNN can't afford to talk about anything else because everybody's tuning in to look for more news on the Las Vegas shooter. And if they're playing anything else, people choose a different channel. But we can flip that dynamic pretty fucking quick if enough of us proportion our intake of the news to the actual importance of that news. And keep in mind, this isn't just a better way to stay informed. It's also a moral imperative. I mean, as near as we can tell, this shooter didn't do so to advance a message or to get famous, but most mass shooters do. And if we refuse to obsess over them in the wake of these kind of tragedies, we remove what is often the primary motive. To some degree, and I would argue to a large degree, our national obsession makes us complicit in the crime. And again, that's not to say we should censor this news or fail to report on these stories. Anything that leaves five dozen people dead in its wake is probably something we should talk about. We should have tough conversations about what we can do to prevent or mitigate it in the future. We should try to put it in historical context. We should highlight the acts of heroism by the first responders and brave people caught up in the melee. And despite the protestations of the NRA's congressional marionettes, we should politicize the fuck out of it. Hell, I'm talking about it on this show right now, and we're going to talk about it more later. But we shouldn't ignore the rest of the world while we're doing so.
1: Joining me for headlines tonight are fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, uh, first of all, happy Columbus Day. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys doing anything to celebrate Italian heritage and Slave-trading pirates? You, you, you see that, white
0: nationalist? We can take down Confederate statues and honor our heritage of despicable and incompetent bigots. Those are not mutually exclusive.
2: <laughs> yeah, see, I'm white, and so I'm celebrating by getting oddly huffy and defensive about something I didn't care about until minorities brought my attention to it. I just <laughs> really like triangle hats. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the way a white person says they're sorry when they're not sorry.
0: All right, well, while we get to that white person celebration, we're going to take a quick break to hear from this week's next sponsor, Stamps.com.
2: Oh, God, okay. Uh, dear Senator Schmendrick, please vote no on the kill all the dog bills proposed this week. I like dogs, and it would mean the world
1: to me if you and your fellow hey, author Hey, Eli, um, what you doing there? Oh, writing my congressman about the newest executive order trying to do my part, you know? Oh, Uh, is that the trans people need to wear signs thing they're doing? No, 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 I actually, I need to write about that too though. Plus, I gotta,
2: I gotta mail Richard Spencer these gummy dicks. He's inside the Rosa Parks Museum. No, God, I am not looking forward to going to the post office with all this. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you try stamps.com? Uh, stamps.com? You mean the thing we use for our Patreon fulfillment? Mm -hmm. I thought that was just for like, giant businesses.
1: Nah, man. Anything you can do at the post office, you can do right from your desk with Stamps.com. You can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. And unlike the post office, Stamps.com never closes. So you can get postage whenever you need it, 24-7.
2: So if the president tweets that the Jews started all the wars at 4 a.m.
1: Uh, you can start your letter to your representative right away.
2: Uh, that sounds great, but I don't know, Heath. Mm-hmm. I kind of need to save money. The newest Republican healthcare care bill is literally just a bill for whatever health care you need. That's just like how you pay it. <laughs> it no. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, uh, right now you can use our code skeptocrat for this special offer. You get a four-week trial, which includes postage and a digital scale. But don't wait. Go to stamps.com now. And before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in skeptocrat. That's stamps.com and enter skeptocrat stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Sounds pretty good, Heath, but you know what else would help? Nope. Nope. Pretty sure they don't want that in the ad. Not even a little would though. Really not the point. It won't (laughs) pass. And now back to the headlines
0: in our lead story tonight. The Trump administration announced on Friday that it would be rolling back the Affordable Care Act's birth control mandate, allowing any employer to opt out of the rule as long as their sexism was sincerely held. The new policy, dubbed the Go Wait in the Truck Act of 2017, fulfills a promise Trump made to the slobbering evangelical misogynist who failed to abandon him after the pussy grabbing video came out.
1: And uh, just for the record, Spellcheck was really hoping you meant pussy rubbing <laughs> Yeah, there. right? I noticed that. Really, anything <laughs> consensual for the verb there, they would have been happier than grabbing. Yeah, the President of the United States needs, like, consent goggles with software to block lady parts with red <laughs> squiggles. It's not a good sign. <laughs> or we could just tell the guy to stop drawing him. I feel like that's part
2: of the problem <laughs> is he starts. <laughs> I was just happy to find out Spellcheck was
0: such a gentle lover. All right, so offering up yet more evidence that the basket of deplorables comment was excessively generous, the administration is wrapping the move in an American flag and calling it religious freedom. We gave him a basket. Yeah, right? That was nice. (laughs) Because apparently fucking religious freedom is the only socially acceptable term that covers all the possible manifestations of bigotry. So they're sticking with with that one. In fact, when asked about the move, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders said, quote, G." Jesus, (laughs) end quote, adding, quote, Jesus, end quote, anytime someone I tried to ask a (laughs) follow-up,
1: Jesus. Okay, well, we didn't want to do the hostage thing, but they're really leaving us no choice, so... We murder a stem cell every 10 minutes until we get we get birth control back for the, for all the women. Uh-uh. There we go. No way man,
2: I've been jerking off into incubators just in case this shit becomes retroactive. Never can be too careful. <laughs> Jeff Sessions at the wheel. Mm-mm. <laughs> So the new policy took effect
0: immediately, which is also exactly when the legal challenges against it started. The ACLU, who you'll remember is the bad guys from Last Ounce of Courage, announced that they would file a lawsuit the day of the announcement, as did California Attorney General Xavier Becerra and a number of women's health groups. Because apparently lawsuits like this are like the video montages of celebrities that CNN is pretty sure are going to die any minute. They've just got something <laughs> ready to throw
1: out there. Yeah. And if Ralphie May isn't a good argument for birth control, I don't know what is. He should have been funnier. So I'm not saying like, like, it's not a fat joke. Like fat people are supposed to be funny. And he was not. He lost a dat fan in a comedy contest. (laughs)
0: Of course, this was only the jewel in the overall crown of social policy regression last week as it came in conjunction with a sweeping memo from Attorney General and racist Ferengi Jeff Sessions that reinforced the federal commitment to discrimination as long as it's Jesus based. This 25 page memo basically argues that the real problem with American law is that even the Christians have to follow it and the Trump administration (laughs) would like to get something done about that.
1: Yeah. And uh as long as we're making America great again. Uh I was thinking maybe a middle class? Remember the middle class? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. so used to watch Wheel of Fortune it's the best. I do. I do remember that. And in Oh, actually,
2: you know what would be fun? What if we all just started talking in a slightly different sound signature?
1: What? Why would we do that? I don't know, It'd be wacky, right? What? Um okay, wouldn't it sound like we were patching in audio that was recorded on a different rig that Fucked up midway through the record, just like
2: yeah. (laughs) Not if we did a quick back and forth about it beforehand.
1: Oh, right. No, good call. Okay, nailed it.
2: (laughs) And in this is the Las Vegas story upon his inappropriate news tonight. Yeah, right. Mm. This past weekend, a series of predictable things happened. My ass was out at a live show. Heath drank a bottle of scotch, and someone in America used a gun to kill a tremendous amount of people. If only there were enough thoughts and prayers.
1: Okay, well, listen. If we want a well-regulated militia taking over uh, birding stations and collecting rubber dicks to defend liberty, this is the price we pay. We can't have it both ways. We would have to pick one of those. We cannot. We
2: would have to pick one of those. We would. We've chosen. And look, I have to admit, it's hard to talk about these stories. Not just because of the loss of human life involved, but because... Every conversation about this topic has been exhausted in every possible medium, from gun control to mental health. Every time this kind of thing happens, we hear the same arguments, we get bored, we move on, Kim Kardashian posts a picture of her new baby, and we wait for the next one. But something that stays fresh every time is the Christian asshole reactions. And if we're not going to get gun control, and believe me, my friends... Uh. We are never yeah. going to get out control. There's so much money. I don't want to get into it. Anyways, we might as well celebrate the things that are always different. So, are you guys ready for the roundup? Yep. Wrong show, but all right, here we go. First up was Keebler Elf, who makes racism instead of cookies, Pat Robertson, <laughs> who took to his television program to blame the shooting on disrespecting the president, and kneeling during the national anthem. Pat Robertson somehow looks both under and overcooked. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Like he's somehow raw but also dusty and runny yes, all at the yes. same time. It's like he's made of my taint all the time.
2: <laughs> raw, dusty, and runny. Go to the hospital. <laughs> so Robertson used the moisture given to him by what I assume is the cleaning lady who waters him twice a week to say the following. Quote, violence in the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Why is it happening? The fact that we have disrespect for authority. There is a profound disrespect for our president all across this nation. They say terrible things about him. It's in the news. It's in other places.
1: (laughs) I'm so sorry. No That's other just the quote. It is, it's true. It is in the ben news. All <laughs> places. News so. and <laughs> remaining universe are the places things can be. Yep.
2: Here we go. There's disrespect now for our national anthem, <laughs> disrespect for our veterans, what? disrespect for the institutions of our government, disrespect for the court system. That's us. That's, we're yeah. the ones. Oh, that okay. that. Okay. oh yeah. All the way up and down the line disrespect. And I, for one,
0: <laughs> am sick and tired of the political dead ends that prematurely doom the larger discussion on disrespect control. <laughs> Kudos to p Robes for having the balls to say it. At the end of a scrotum that looks like it should be powering a cuckoo clock, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, hold on, Noah. Uh, size matters. <laughs> Just to be, it's a weird thing to make fun of someone for. I mean, lengthy balls are, are great, and women love them.
2: <laughs> absolutely thank you or like tucked it like any balls if you had (laughs) if someone i I guess those would also be great and awesome so you gentlemen are probably wondering how disrespecting the court system like roy moore (laughs) relates to mass shootings and don't worry p robes has you covered saying quote good yeah he's he's gonna bring it all together now until there is biblical authority there has to be some <laughs> controlling authority in our society, <laughs> and there is none. And when there is no vision of God, the people run amok. We are amok. And we have we are amok, and we're all over the place. And we have taken from the American people the vision of God, the whole idea of reward and punishment, an ultimate judge of all our actions. We've taken that away. When there is
1: no vision of God, the people run amok. Amok. All right. Great. Well, that's helpful. Um, who else? Um. Anyone whose face can remove varnish?
2: Oh, I'm glad you asked because next up was Coach Dave Dabemeyer who took to his past assault live to let us know that the mass shooting happened because God is giving us the silent treatment. Yeah, yeah. This is what he had to say. Quote, I I can't do a good Coach Dave impersonation because I (laughs) smell all the marbles (laughs) when I put them in my mouth. In (laughs) the (laughs) world of America... Uh, yeah, no, I can't tell. Okay, in the world Steal of America, Steal wool on your face. <laughs> right, exactly. In the world of America, so, so world it's, of no. is, America, such a world, the okay. world of America, where guys climb up on towers in Las Vegas and pick off people at a concert. <laughs> he not, he said has a King Kong vision here. Yeah, it's like half King Kong, half Austin shooting. I gotcha. So he said, where people indiscriminately kill one another, the wrath of God. Is being revealed. See, the wrath of God being revealed means that the things that the Lord used to prevent, He doesn't prevent so much anymore. He doesn't prevent them. Maybe He doesn't cause them. What? Sorry, He does Maybe He doesn't cause them. Like maybe He does. He doesn't cause a hurricane to come into Houston, but He doesn't prevent it. That's for sure. maybe for
1: sure. He doesn't cause them and and not maybe sometimes not prevent them. Well, he's like
2: rocking on a rocker. Maybe he
1: do and maybe he does.
0: (laughs) Well, to be fair, though, like, I mean, God used to prevent mass shooting. Like, in the Bible days, it was a lot harder to convert a rifle to fully automatic. They They didn't have Amazon Prime back then, so you had to wait for the donkey to bring it
1: yeah so that's fun apparently God's doing a pouty mass murder thing just sitting in the corner all mad well maybe if we talked more often I'd know if you wanted me to stop all the killings <laughs> but we don't.
2: your so, makeup is a mess and we do. have people coming over God just clean up in the kitchen I don't want to fight right now <laughs> it's my birthday God it's my birthday <laughs> All right, too real. Cool. So, so far, we've got God. It's fine. I'm happily married now. So far, we've got God burning his season tickets and doing that bad parent thing where you walk away from your kids saying bye-bye if they don't follow you. But what about the killer? Well, I'm glad you gentlemen asked because Fox News host <laughs> Ainsley Earhart, who looks like yet another in a long line of attractive blonde women paid to repeat awful talking points by the Fox Network because that's what she is, has a theory so yeah. stupid Even her co-hosts didn't know how to respond. Now, I know we've done some fun impersonations on this show, but I am going to play you this clip. And I cannot emphasize enough, we have not elongated or edited her co-host's reaction at all. (laughs) It is magical. Morgan, take it away.
0: And maybe this guy heard that song, God Bless America. His brother said he didn't believe in God or didn't have a God or didn't have faith in his life. So maybe this is all speculation, but that possibly could be the reason because he knows country musicians or country music fans are normally pro-God and uh, go to church on Sundays. Maybe he has a problem with that or had a problem with that.
1: Okay. All right. the way in on. Yeah. All right. No, I didn't stay know, silent. I didn't even see it. Well, let well, us know what you think. Send yeah. us your emails. Well, we're about to find out more today. She could have queefed blood down her hot pink dress
2: and gotten a better reaction. There's a guy. Who's that guy in the field? He's just like, I don't want to talk now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bloop bloop over. <laughs> All right, moving on. In NFL Diablo news, thanks to a recent Christian radio broadcast, we learned about the little-known connection between the National Football League, Satan the Prince of Darkness, electroencephalography, and black people who hate freedom. Uh, those things fictional up. villains of the
2: North, South, West, and East coasts, in that order. <laughs> <laughs> the, the North Coast has
0: a problem with the
1: Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Pretty good. And uh, if you're thinking... This sounds like it's going to be about the dimples on the brainwaves inside the skulls of African Americans being different. Well, you wouldn't be that far off. It's a bit less racist than that, but it's about equally insane. Uh, it's about the dimples on the outside of the skulls. No,
2: no, it's about the skulls <laughs> inside of their dimples. <laughs> it's about the simples and the
1: outside of their dolls. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll get there. So, uh, if you follow Christian right commentators who look like histamine barbie as closely as i do <laughs> and that's shockingly close yeah, just to be clear. Okay, right if you're following them like me then you probably know all about sheila zilinski or shizzle zizzle as i like to call her and you probably heard this news already but for everyone else here's the scoop according to shizzle zizzle ooh, ooh. Uh, ooh, ooh, sorry yeah, ooh, ooh. yeah um the nfl is just a front for a demonic scheme to shoot uh, uh, electrical waves from inside of televisions in order to brainwash fans into being compliant with the upcoming Jade Helm crossed out martial law (laughs) takeover by the satanic Illuminati shadow government. Fucking what? Okay, I never understand this point. How these people are supposed to
2: run the government, but they're always also about to take it over? (laughs) (laughs) But they have to take it more over. Like they're going to take control Of their control. Oh, like a divorced woman in her 40s. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Lighting some candles, fucking your Carapawera instructor.
1: (laughs) Your favorite podcaster, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, just in case you think I'm exaggerating about uh, Shizzle Zizzle, here's some of the highlights uh, from the Shizzlers' meltdown rant. Begin quote, begin sick. I told you the NFL was out of the bowels of hell. <laughs> and that's where, and start- that's where we're starting. That's where we're starting. And nothing more than a propaganda machine. Mindless sheep are brainwashed with the alpha, gamma, mm-hmm. theta mm-hmm. waves, theta, the delta waves, weird oh, haphazard use of definite articles, <laughs> um, <laughs> waves lulling people into trances, slipping people into mass hypnosis. TV, that noise box... um. She's thinking of radio, like the one she's broadcasting on. Uh, that would be the noise box. TV has pictures. TV is the most disgusting invention ever made. And uh, I think she's thinking of soy cheese with that <laughs> that best
2: right.
1: uh, Correction, it's tofu
2: scrambled eggs we had in Austin, so ha. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, guys, uh fun game. If I'm eating something gross, I say, oh, man, you have to try this to heat like it's delicious. And he always does. I, it's good, right. clean,
1: fun. Yeah. Be- yeah, by the end of the night, that even works with shoes. I don't like, you guys should not abuse that. <laughs> <laughs> and continuing with the shizler's quote. I think the NFL is pure evil. Yeah, it's anti-Christian, anti-family, anti-patriot. Um, valid big fat cheaters, <laughs> anti-constitutional, <laughs> anti-gun, anti-American for sure. These new policies are straight out of the pull pot regime. What? It, it, mm-hmm. it, go, it go. It She goes into it. She'll explain. Oh, okay. In okay. some stadiums, women can't even enter into the same entrance as men and children. What? Uh. Which stadium? I, uh, yeah, the Abu ones t- with the bathroom bills, I guess. <laughs> Do we have Dubai? Do we have There's a stadium a, in Dubai? <laughs> she did not mention which stadium. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, continuing, talk about your FEMA camp training. Okay, there that was, skiing. was They trained the refugees? <laughs> Two to use separate How? bathrooms, I apparently. <laughs> That's right. The NFL is an extension of the TSA... The DHS, the globalist agenda, and FEMA. Oh, I this-
2: guarantee you she thinks that because they all have three letters. And yes, she thinks FEMA has three letters. <laughs> globalist agenda as well. Yeah.
1: The gag. The goon. <laughs> and, uh, continuing one more time, the stadiums are going to be staging areas for martial law. End quote and sick. And. Apparently, that's why the NFL is Hitler, Satan, and Black Lives Don't Matter, the end.
0: (laughs) Fucking amazing. What's what's truly amazing to me is to someone, that made sense, right? To someone, they're like, yep, FEMA and the globalist conspiracy along with the TSA. He
1: is connecting the fuck out of these dots. I get it. (laughs) I get the world. I got to be honest.
0: I'm not really feeling the different audio signature thing. It's a weird idea. It feels like that. It played itself out kind of early are you guys good going back to normal
1: i guess yeah, so
2: it's cool it's fine i'm kind of had fun right, anyways sure and in the white shirts are coming news tonight less than two months after one of their number Literally murdered a peaceful protester, Heather Heyer, torch-wielding Nazis once again decided that their free speech was being suppressed and took to the streets of Charlottesville to let people know they aren't going anywhere, which was immediately followed by them. Fleeing like cowards from the press who would identify them to the world as the pieces of shit that they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also possible they were worried a
0: wide shot would reveal how few people they were able to muster on a warm Saturday night in Virginia.
2: (laughs) That is very true. And look, it's important to know that if you don't follow this kind of thing and therefore you aren't that worried about it. One, you'd have made an excellent 1930s German. Uh, Hashtag not all Nazis Exactly exactly. And two It's probably time for you to start listening to the people who Do
1: follow this kind of thing Yeah Talking to you Nate Silver Pay attention (laughs) Apparently do you like Nazis Doesn't always get an honest answer That's so (laughs) weird I can't (laughs) believe that's not an honestly (laughs) answered question no it does not you got to do the list
2: Uh, i am a nazi i eat ice cream
1: and then they do the differential what would the liar say about liking nazis
2: (laughs) now look there is no question that there is a rising tide of both unempowered and empowered white supremacy (laughs) white house sorry the white house the white house is filled with (laughs) white supremacists (laughs) I coughed. Yeah, you should get a White uh, House. Like a, like a Hall's Mental Health A lozenge. I need a lozenge. Yeah. And if you want to know what you can do about it at this point, the answer is educate yourself. And if you don't know who Richard Spencer or Milo Yiannopoulos or the staff of the Daily Stormer are, you're just not helping. You're actively a part of the problem when you dismiss it. The key takeaway here is
0: that Eli <laughs> is better than you, and if you don't spend your time the same way he does, you're kind of like a Nazi. You're Nazi-esque. <laughs> eh, you would have made a good Nazi, at least.
1: You have Nazi qualifications. I agree to those statements. <laughs> I think he's, I think see the point he's making. Like It's hard to decide what to believe if you don't have all the details, right? Like So I guess um, for anyone who's out of the loop, um, we're saying the overwhelming consensus among experts is... Nazis are bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll take
2: this a step further. One might venture worse than the people who don't like Nazis,
1: 100% of the time. <laughs> Not all people who hashtag. Nope, nope, no, no, no. Yeah, I was going to say.
0: I'm just. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I can't help but keep going back to this Russian leader one time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to do it for episode 58. Thanks to No Illusions, thanks to Eli Bosnick, thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that, please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like... Cindy, Marius, Brendan, Holly, The Magic Tapeworm, Sally, Jabbles, Jeff, Caitlin, Kyle, Thomas, Laura, Alexander, Amber, Earl, Dean, Michelle, Seslav, Michael, Ben, Sonny and Carolyn, Nob Tinkerer, Moore, Cowbell, Denny, and Andrew, whose genitals all deserve the big piece of chicken, so they can fuck it, or whatever they want to do. Fuck pieces of chicken. It's fun. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing let's compliment that penis. Special thanks to Ryan Slodnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He is the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check them out using the links we'll provide, or by googling the only band called Evil Drafts on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off.
2: Fuck a piece of chicken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Trump administration announced on Friday that it'd be rolling back the affordable hair... 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 Her-
1: there should be an affordable hair act. Yes.
0: Tell it's me it's not about it. affordable for <laughs> <to> some people.
1: <laughs> it's me. not easy to find. Amen. There you go.
0: <laughs> the preceding podcast was a presentation of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC, copyright twenty seventeen. All rights reserved. We don't recommend fucking chicken. Yes, One me. vote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.